Welcome back, Better Every Day podcast listeners. I'm your host, Brad Weems, live here from Market Street Media downtown. Today's guest is a nurse practitioner here locally, Ballot Health, a former track athlete at ETSU, and a fitness enthusiast. Today's guest is Hannah Webb. What is up, Hannah? Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming down. Is this your first guest uh, on a podcast, or is this first time you've been a guest on a podcast? Yes, it is. Well, we're going to break you in good here today. <laughs> I'm so. sure I'll get broken in very good. All right. Tell our listeners about you. Um, Anything. So my name's Hannah. I'm from uh, Pennington Gap, Virginia. I uh, moved to Johnson City in 2007 to go to um, ETSU Pursuit um, of Nursing School. Okay. Um, where I've since got my Master's of Science in Nursing, and I'm currently working as an inpatient neurology nurse practitioner. So, um, when did you get into sports and fitness growing up? Um, so I'll start off by saying that running was my first love. Like I've ran ever since I was very small, um, and pretty competitive. I played other sports too here and there, um, like basketball, volleyball, but like track was my thing. Um. So when you talk about loving running at an early age, like what age are we talking? Like kindergarten. Really? Kind of, mm-hmm. It's like torture when you're five. No. No? <laughs> like um, I've got some friends, the Mazels, for example. They always post pictures and videos of their son, Hugh, out there running. And I'm like, if I told my kids to go out and run distance right now, mm-hmm. they would just laugh at me. No, I mean, well, I grew up in the country, so like I was okay. always outside. I'd always, you know, just always doing something outside. And I literally would, like, just run laps around the house. Like, I would have a goal and be like, oh, oh I'm going to run, you know, this many laps. <laughs> just to be active. Are you timing yourself at this point? I did. Yeah? But I don't remember any of those times. So did you run your first race? Um, are you talking? Like an organized race. Um, well, I mean, they had, had like, filled days and stuff. Right. Elementary school pretty competitive with that. Okay, but and then I would like um, a five k, for example. Um, I didn't do five k's competitively up until like college, but like in school, you know, up even in high school, I would try to be, you know, pretty competitive with like my mile time, so like six minute miles and things like wow. that. Wow, what do you run a mile today? In? Uh, I have not time myself forever, I mean, so not- I don't know. <laughs> All right, so you graduate at EDU. What does fitness look like once you graduate and you're not running track anymore? Because a lot of times athletes, once they've been a specific sport, obviously they love fitness, but how do you know what you want to try out or do next? Um, so I think I have to go back to high school and kind of talk a little bit yeah. about that first. Um, so where I ran... Like, I started out as a sprinter, okay. like 100s, 200s, um, and eventually the coach was like, hey, I'm going to put you in the 400 and see how you do with that. So I did really well with that, and he was like, oh, you have some endurance, so let's put you in the 800. Um, so that actually became like my race. That I actually, Yeah, that okay. I love. Um, so I feel like I focused a little bit more on that. Um, one day in practice, we were running. Um, we were, you know, working on like speed work mm-hmm. and I was doing 100 meter sprint 
months, like repeats. Um, and I felt my arch pop. And I stopped and I was like, okay, that's not normal. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't, you know, I didn't know my body really at that time. So I got back out there and did another and it popped again. And I was like, oh my God, something's wrong. So um, I stopped and didn't do any running for the rest of the day. And the next day I came back to school um, and the whole bottom of my right foot was like a dark, dark purple, like almost black. So how old were you? Um... 17, I think. So did 16, you 17. tell your coach that day? Yeah, he felt so bad. <laughs> okay. Um, but he helped me. I had to do like, um, I had to do physical therapy, ultrasound therapy. Um, eventually got to the point where, you know, I was running again, but I would compensate. And mm -hmm. still, I can, I'd still kind of compensate because I have some hard tissue built up in my foot um, that I'll find myself running a different way. Um, so that was really frustrating. Um, and I just felt like, you know, my times were like they were before. Right. So I didn't think that I wanted to run in college. Okay. Um, I had been talked to by like King and Concord and they were like, Hey, you know, you should think about coming here to run. And I was like, I don't know. I think I'm burned out at this point. So I didn't. So I go to ETSU. Okay. Um, and just as a student. As a student, yeah. Okay. And, and um, I was kind of feeling like lost because I'd been an athlete. Mm -hmm. um, so I talked to my high school coach and he calls me one day um, and he's, hey, I talked to the coach there. You know, they'll let you like walk on the team if you want. Um, so then the coach called me and she was like, hey, we've got a bag ready for you if you want to come on. So um, after that, you know, I just ran with them for couple semesters um but they also had me doing like cross country with you know the cross country girls and then also doing like the four and the eight and four by four did you get recruited by etsu no in high I wasn't. no mm -hmm. so how did you know that you were going to be able to run with the caliber athlete they oh had? i didn't i didn't know so how did you do um, once you started to, once you walked on i mean i did fairly well are you beating your um, teammates I ended up, so I raced against this girl all through college, and I never beat her ever, and that was always my goal. So she actually ended up running at ETSU. You mean in high school? Yeah, sorry. Okay. And um, she ended up running at ETSU, and we did, you know, you compete in conference mm -hmm. every year. So at conference, um, we were running the 800, and I finally beat her. <laughs> so I think I was like in eighth place. Um but still, you know, you placed in conference, so that was awesome. That's I cool. I felt like that was an accomplishment. So. That's awesome. So I know you're big into strength training now. Mm -hmm. Were you doing any strength training during that time period where you got hurt in high school? Or, you know, going back to the question I had for you a few minutes ago. So you, you graduated ETSU. Mm -hmm. So what does fitness look like after that? Um, so after I graduated, like having trainers – work with me um you know I was used to that structured plan like you know get up off go run three miles go to class all day come back go practice um and then do some weight training like Monday Wednesday Friday so after all that I kind of felt like lost you know like what do I do um I 
got my job as a RN. Mm-hmm. Um, started out like nights, uh, eventually switched to days, but I was still kind of like running here and there. And I did do weight training like intermittently, but nothing consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I eventually went back to school uh, for my nurse practitioner. And then I took uh, my first MP job as a nighttime hospitalist, a nocturnalist. Um, and I just completely stopped working out. Like nothing, no like running, nothing. no, okay. I probably, I don't even think I worked out maybe for like a year. Well, wow. Um, and that wasn't, you know, that wasn't like me. So, um, I just felt lost. Like I didn't feel like, I didn't feel strong anymore. I felt very tired. Like night shift just makes you feel different in a whole different way. Um, so I was like, I just, I need some like structure like I need to start back you know um so I ended up getting my neurology job that I have now um almost three years ago Mm -hmm. so day shift made my quality of life better um and then I actually felt better um good enough to start working out with just body weight stuff so I literally was just in my apartment doing body weight things so when a person has not been working out and then they decided to start working out I'm always interested in what makes them like get back into fitness or to start fitness was there a moment that you had that you're like this is it like I've got to get back I've been uh, for a year now was it yeah like my mood was off um I felt very fatigued I mean physically I felt weak Mm -hmm. you know I didn't feel like I had I felt like my muscles had, you know, gone down in size, um, but it wasn't like the aesthetics part of it. It was more, it was more like how the you felt. Feeling, yes. Yeah. And, and feeling better. Um, so, yeah, I just started like body weight stuff. I did CrossFit with you guys mm-hmm. um, for a while and then trained with Ashley for that first half marathon. Yep. Um, so did that. Um, and then eventually um, I started going to exalt with my husband Clint and you know I would I would do exercises in there like weight train and running but it was always like sporadic and I never had a plan right you know and when you kind of get back into fitness it can kind of be intimidating because you're not at that level that you once were right um so it's different and I identified so much with I was previously um so I was just in this different my life and trying to like navigate that um like I would you know go around the gym doing all this you know sporadic things but I didn't ever see like like any change and a certain body composition or anything but um I finally found like a workout plan and I stuck with that um I did at least like three to four you know um muscle group splits a week yeah and that's probably the first time that I started seeing like body composition changes. And I was like, oh, well, this is awesome. Um, but I started feeling better too, like more energy. Um, my mood was better. Um, but I still was like going when I could. Like right. In the morning, you know, maybe sometimes before work or like if I was off work in the afternoon or sometimes at night. And I just kind of, I was like, I just need to be more consistent. So I've got to get up, you know, I've got to start my day and be more active. 
Um, so I just kept saying, I've got to get up early. I've got to get up earlier. Um, so I started um, putting my phone away at night, putting it across the room, um, and setting my alarm for 5 a.m. And getting up, like, as soon as it went off at 5 a.m., that not not hitting snooze, not laying back down. And I was so tired in the beginning, but it, it was worth it because I just kept doing it over and over. How many days did it take to become a morning person, would you say? <sighs> Two to three months of doing it. <laughs> 60 to 90. Yeah. Well, I wasn't, like, using any pre-workout in the beginning or anything like that, you yeah. know. So I was trying to let my body, like, wake up. Mm-hmm. I hear so many people that struggle with snoozing and I guess because I have to be at work, I've never been really a snoozer, but that's an awesome little hack that you came up with there. So any I guy, still do it. any guys yeah. that are listening that <laughs> are bad about snoozing a ton, put your phone on the other side of the room. And I mean, I will say that I have days where I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so tired, you know, and I'll occasionally hit snooze, but you know, for the most part, like I'm still in that habit. Like I'm still getting up. Five. Um, there's so many distractions once 8 a.m. comes typically. Mm-hmm. So if yep. you can go ahead and front load it, you're not going to talk yourself out of it if you have a bad day or, you know, uh, tell yourself you're tired at the end of the day yeah. or be, you know, tempted to go to dinner with somebody. So, yeah, um, it sets your whole day up. Like I've noticed such a benefit from it. Not only it's not just about going to work out, going to the gym. Um, like I'll get up. Um, I try not to get on social media, you know, I just kind of sit there, you know, I think about things that I need to do for the day, mm. be intentional about things. Um, you know, if I don't write it down, then I try to make like mental notes for myself, um, and just be intentional, but that t- it's a quiet time because nobody else is awake. So that's my time. Yep. Um, and then I do all the things that I need to do. And then I go to the gym and um, and when I'm done, you know, I come back and I go to work and I just feel so much better. Like I have energy, I feel less anxious. And then by the time I'm done with work, my evening is free and I don't have to worry about yeah. anything. And a lot of times you sleep better whenever you mm-hmm. get that workout first thing in the morning right? and wake up early. Yeah. So I started two to three months ago. Starting my week Monday morning with a workout at 4.30 before I teach my 5.45 class. Mm -hmm. And I think that has become like one of the most important things to me just for setting the tone for the week Mm -hmm. is starting it off on the right foot. So I'm right there with you when it comes to working out early in the morning. Yeah. And knocking it out. So it's great. um, I was messaging Hannah three, four weeks ago about being on the podcast because with her work schedule, her days off or kind of limited so and she shared with me we got a little breaking news here that she has been on top of her normal work schedule and anything else that's going on in life what have you been up to what are you doing um i'm currently working on my nasm certification for personal training um and i've been doing the nutrition aspect of that too so for nutrition coaching so I'm not done with it yet, but I'm working on it. How far along? I'm halfway. Okay. With both. Good. Good. So you're just fitting that just in. Just took my midterm. Okay. <laughs> nice. Congrats. So it's easy 
you just to uh, go to the gym, false workout plan. What made you decide to pursue this certification? Um, well, it was a personal growth, of course, you know, like I'm always wanting to learn more, mm-hmm. you know, learn more about the body in general, my body, like how to put certain plans together. Um, and I mean, that obviously goes hand in hand right? Um, with fitness, because um, mm-hmm. if you're not eating good, then, you know, your fitness can be off too. Um, but helping other people just be because I feel like a lot of bad advice out there too. Um, so just being there as a useful source for somebody. So once you get done with the certification, your goals with that, what are you going to do with it? Um, I don't have like a strict plan in place, but I would, I would like to work one-on-one with people um, because it is it's personal training. So you're getting personal with somebody. Yep. yep. So what specific, who would be your avatar personal training client? I would probably gravitate more towards females in the beginning. Okay. Um, and see where that goes. Are we looking more weight loss or someone that's looking to add lean muscle, muscle tissue or maybe a little bit of both? Um, I'll say both. Okay. Yeah, uh, you definitely can do that. I didn't know you know, what you were kind of leaning towards or thinking about, but that's cool. Um, have you talked to Exalt about it yet? No, not yet. No? Okay. Exalt, if you're listening, um, we need to set up a talk here pretty soon. So I doubt they are though. Um, I don't know. Who knows? All right. Typically when it comes to strength training in females, there's this misconception of becoming bulky. How many days do you strength train a week? Five. Would you consider yourself a bulky individual? No, I'm five one. <laughs> and the camera, I mean, I don't think the I'm cameras bulky. add. It you is, might yeah. have massive arms when we <laughs> watch the the live streamer, but um, no, I mean, you're. You know, some people like less muscle. Um, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I think it adds, you know, pretty lines to female body. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's muscles functional too. Right. You know, it helps prevent you from injury, adds shape to your body, you fill out your clothes better. It's great <laughs> to have heart health and, and do that conditioning. But um, I think it's at the age of 30, we naturally start losing 1% to 2% lean muscle tissue a year. That's why you have people in their 60s and 70s that can break a hip from falling. Studies say that if you strength train three days a week, you can basically minimize that one to two percent decrease or even like stabilize it somewhat. So like you were saying, uh, strength training is super important, not only for an aesthetics and making you, you look better, mm-hmm. but also for that long term right. health and safety. Very protective you know, mm-hmm. your bones can help with arthritis, back pain, several things. So being a, a former college runner, what do you tell the lady that uh, is against the idea of strength training because of fears of getting bulky? Um, well, I guess it depends on, are we talking about somebody who's doing cardio, yeah. like running? Yeah, let's, let's just say your first personal training client comes to you and they're just on the bike or the treadmill at Exalt right now. 
Gotcha. Sell them. And there's nothing wrong. No, no, not at all. Like, um, you know, I would say if you're going to do fitness, do something you love. But if you're wanting to do something um, that is sustainable, um, like you can't go run so many miles, you know, like the rest of your life or bike for an hour at a time, you know, um, I think you get a lot of bang for your buck with strength training um, because you're sending that signal to build muscle. Right. Um, whereas if you're always doing cardio, like muscles expensive tissue so it tends to tear down so you're not actually like building muscle right um so when you're strength training you're sending that you know central nervous system signal hey i need to build muscle like i'm trying to get stronger um you know and that in itself will aid in like increased metabolism you know fat loss if that's you know your desire um it has several benefits so I would try to talk about, you know, all those benefits as opposed to just doing, you know, being on a bike or. Yeah, they they said one pound of lean muscle tissue added uh, will burn fifty calories just mm-hmm. a, uh, just to sustain right. a day. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get caught up like if you're doing these cardio things, you might get caught up. Oh, I burn this amount of calories. Right. And then if I do strength training, you know, if you look at your watch, I mean, it might be like. 200 and something and you've worked out you know an hour and a half or something if you're doing like a bodybuilding style mm-hmm. workout right and you you kind of look at that and you're like oh i'm not burning calories but you're you know you're building you're increasing your basal metabolic rate and Correct. throughout the day you know that muscle is going to help keep burning calories continuously rather than manually burning those calories right so when you do a cardio-based workout you basically quit burning calories 30 minutes to an hour after that workout's complete. And it was talking about 260 calories burned in a strength training workout, but we're not even taking uh, into effect the uh, energy that's being expended to repair that muscle fiber. Mm-hmm. So it might be 260 within the hour that you're doing the workout, but over the next 48 hours could be more like 1100. Right. So for you guys out there it's listening. very beneficial. Yeah. Uh, and I would challenge, have you ever seen that picture of five pounds of muscle versus five pounds of fat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for you listeners that um, want to see the true benefit of lean muscle tissue in the body, go five pounds of muscle versus five pounds of fat. And you'll be blown away at the amount of space. Okay. So I want to provide listeners just um, now that you've been studying and have, I've been in the industry for a few years. Um, I wanted to give the listeners some ideas of like uh, top exercises for this or top things you can do for this. And so I thought you and I would just go back and forth with each other and give listeners some knowledge bombs here. So if I'm looking for two to three exercises that are going to help me gain the most strength, what are your go-tos? Um your big compound movements like barbell back squats, bench press, um, deadlifts. I love deadlifts. It's I actually a, PR'd in my sumo deficit deadlift today. What'd you hit? 205. Nice. That is good for someone at your body weight. <laughs> um, and for 
you guys listening, compound movements, that is an exercise that is using multiple um, mus muscle groups within one lift. So um, you get a lot of bang for your buck there. And Hannah, what, you know, you stole all three of mine. Sorry. Those are my three. <laughs> so from, that's why they call it powerlifting because <laughs> those movements help you get super strong. So, all right, we're wanting, you have a female client coming in and she, this could be a male client as and they want their shoulders to look better. What are your top exercises for shaping someone's shoulders? I've been thinking about this because I really like my shoulder day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like right rows with the barbell. Yep. Um, and I like face pulls. Yep. Um, for your rear mm -hmm. Um, I had another one and I can't remember um, what it was, but you know, I do a a lot of like lateral arm raises too. The segment's not going to be fun if we keep saying the same things. <laughs> All, right. All right, mine we're going to be mine we're going to be uh, shrug or like or upright rows okay. for building the yes. shoulders up. Mm -hmm. And then if we're trying to really get some definition, the lateral raises like Anna's talking about. And then if if you've ever seen a lady in a tank top that has like chiseled muscles muscles in her shoulders. That's going to be like the face pulls or like um, any kind of rear delt work. And also so. posture to your face yep. pulls. And I'm sitting here like slumped over right now. I have bad posture sometimes. I try to be very conscious. All right. Tricep exercises. Give me your top two to three. Um, Skull crushers. Okay. Is that one of yours? No. First time <laughs> we haven't agreed on yesterday, something. But I like them. For some reason, they, uh, they make my elbow not feel good. Okay. So I, um, I don't, I don't tend to do those a lot. Weighted tricep dips. That's yeah. probably number one. Dips without a doubt. Yeah. I'm big on like the, any kind of push down mm -hmm. rope or a straight bar. Yes. So, all right. Bicep exercises. I don't do a lot of biceps, honestly, because no. I do a lot of uh, compound, but I just like your standard, like an alternating bicep curl. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like those. Um. I like Zotman curls. Okay. Got you. I am uh, a big proponent. I like the, um, the barbell curl and then a hammer curl. Those are my two that, like, I can go knock 50 reps of those out each and I've got a good pump. Yeah. So. I almost said hammer curl. but Leg shaping exercises. What do you got? Mm, of course, your squats. Mm -hmm. um, deadlifts. And I really have a love-hate relationship with Bulgarian split squats. Yep. Barbell. Okay. So, that, I mean, I feel like that targets your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes. Um, you can feel it in your inner thighs, too. I personally love some lunges, which also is very similar to the Bulgarian split squat, okay. like you're talking. And then I think, like, when it comes to making them uh, just round, round out and look good, um, I'm a big fan of the leg extension so all right what are two to three ways outside of exercise that a person could start feeling better within the next week um thing i would say is just pay attention to foods you eat mm -hmm. you know um and I, I know we talk about this all the time but try to limit your processed junk foods and try to focus on foods that have minimum ingredients minimally 
processed, um, you know, your whole foods, like meat, if you eat meat, um, vegetables, fruits, and try to look at your labels and, you know, get to know what's on there. For someone that's not good at reading a label or it's a foreign language to what advice would you give them to just start eating cleaner? Like, or any... Just try not to overcomplicate it, you mm -hmm. know, um, just natural things like, you know. Basically, you're saying don't go down any aisles. <laughs> Eat everything on the exterior, right? Well, I mean. Fresh produce, yeah. you know. I mean, just keep it simple. It doesn't have to be, like, overly complicated. Yeah. What else you got? Um, Make sure you're hydrated. That's the one thing. Uh, that I can do that I can really feel a lot better. And then that I feel like a lot of people don't do because right. of the inconvenience of having to use the restroom all the time. And limiting your caffeine. I mean, I struggle with that too. Oh, I'm terrible at that. So, but I actually will notice like when I start tapering off caffeine and start like hydrating more, I have a lot more energy. And then when I do caffeine, I'm less tolerant to it. And okay. so I feel the effects of it more. So are you a coffee drinker or what's your go-to with caffeine? Yeah. yeah. I drink coffee. <laughs> I stopped drinking workout like a few months ago. So now when I get up, I don't even need it. Like sometimes I can get up and just go to the gym and I don't even need coffee. That's good. Um, but generally like before I go, I'll have coffee and then I'll, you know, try to limit that. If I have one afternoon, you know, um, when you start limiting that, I feel like, you know, your energy will go up. Sleep for me is so yeah. important. Yeah. Uh, I think we were talking one time, and I told you, I was like, oh, I go to bed like 12 or 1 a.m. And you were like, what? Yeah. Um, I can't even imagine. I don't do that anymore. And when okay, I started, good. like, getting up at 5 and, you know, do my work up, workout, working all day, I would just come home and, like, I'm tired yeah you crash yeah you literally crash and sleep very very well right i don't wake up throughout the night do you not uh so what time are you going to sleep now um try to at least before 10 sometimes i'll fall asleep around like 8 30. nothing wrong with that yeah <laughs> as i fell asleep I at 8 35 last night <laughs> um one of the things that i was thinking Thinking about that Hannah hadn't mentioned the ways to well ways to feeling better was um also cutting out gluten. I feel like it can just kind of like bog you down and then cause you to hold some extra water weight at times. So I haven't personally cut it out. Have you not? Um except for well I've done whole 30 before, but yeah. um and I did feel very good when I did that. That's the one but. diet I feel like is almost <laughs> starvation. We have to be prepared, you right? Know? You have to know like what you're gonna eat. I, I feel like that is the hardest because diet. Because if you're not though. prepared, then you're gonna starve. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are your go-to supplements? Um, so I only do two supplements. Um, I use a vegan protein. Way just personally doesn't agree with me. So. Mm -hmm. Um, I know people will say whey is superior than vegan protein, but I mean, I haven't noticed any issues with gaining muscle mass, um, with vegan protein. 
Um, so I'm currently doing that. Um, and then I use Battle Proteins Recovery, which has collagen, essential amino acids, branched chain amino acids. And I will drink that like throughout my workout because um, there's some carbs in there too. So it helps with like muscle endurance, recovery, and muscle um, building. Cool. Tyler uh, Mitten, who used to be uh, also a CrossFit affiliate owner here in town, he came on board with us uh, once he um, was growing in his UFC career, working with nutritionists, and he just kept preaching about creatine and how much bang for your buck there is with that to the point where his dad that's not even active, who's a truck driver, he has him on it because of just um, holding that extra water, especially if you're not going to be hydrated. Um, is just good for brain function and just performance all around. So I've been taking that and I really like it. Yeah. yeah. My husband takes it. Um, he notices a huge difference when he takes it. Huge. Um, I've never tried it. I've thought about trying it. So mm -hmm. maybe I'll do that in the future. Cool. And then um, I'm big on whey protein, of course. And then uh, fish oil. So, okay. yeah, I feel like I'm not as achy when I'm taking fish oil. Yeah. So, all right, Hannah, um, want to wrap things up with you. One of my questions I like asking all of my guests, um, outside of you working on your certification right now, what is Hannah doing currently or looking to do in the near future that is going to continue to help getting better every day? Um, just, you know, making sure I'm, having a balanced lifestyle okay um not only like with fitness but you know spending time with friends family i mean i think last year made us see that you know our time is very precious um and just you know having work in the hospital um you know seeing how you know patients can have all these comorbidities so if we can help like mitigate some of that through like working out eating good you know resting um, I think that will help all of us. So that's what I'm striving for. <laughs> cool. I love it. Well, good luck finishing up with your certification. Thank you. And hopefully we'll have you out in the field and like myself, helping other people get healthier hopefully. in the near future. So thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on today. Listeners. Thank you all for tuning in and, and we'll be back down here with Layton here in a week or two. Thanks.